A podcast network. We're the Essex Green, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting. Songs which we will randomly select here with the help of our friend Synchronicity Radio A Ball, give us a shake. It's the Radio A Ball Show. To Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, hanging out here in Missoula, Montana, with my good friend Chris Sand and his friends in the band called Buttes. They are attributing Beat Happening. They're very cool. Some people, when I say their names, they're like, hey! And they're, Buttes are like, hey. Well, we're mellow, we're groovy here. <laughs> we're attributing the music of Beat Happening, enjoying our last night here at uh, Black National Studios for a while, studio for a while, and now we're joined in the studio by our next in this cavalcade of soulful folks that you've brought to the show, Chris. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Bonnie Tarsus. Hi. Hi, and uh, now that you told me how to say your name backwards, I can't help but say it. Sesrat. Yes, you are not a Sesrat, you are Bonnie Tarsus, but I am one of those people, if you say something to me, it comes back out. It's like, a, it's like, you, it's like putting a, a coin in the slot and it comes out the bottom. So there you go. So, Bonnie Tarsus, welcome to Radio 8 Ball. And we, what, we know, what I know about you is that you are a weaver an astrologer, and a friend of Chris Sand. What I'm most interested in is, how do you know this guy, Chris Sand? I don't remember how we met, but it must have been the Roxy. I'm kind of a Roxy Doxy, you know, <laughs> I hang out there a lot. Oh, yeah, you just, you, what, do, what do you, do you, you like the movies, you like the music, you like the popcorn, you like the people, do you steal clothes, you know, wallets out of people's jackets and the coat racks or what like what's your thing at the Roxy um watching the movies watching the movies so what yeah. what are the what are your favorite what's what's some of your favorite films well, recently I know there's too many but like what's on your mind right now is films that you like or are excited about well I'm hoping that for my birthday which I always have at the Roxy with live music mm -hmm. and all of these people have played at my birthday mm -hmm. in the past. And uh, and the movie that I want to have 
is Skate Town, USA. Skate Town, USA. Tell, tell us about this film. It's um, the ultimate roller disco movie. Came out in 1979. I saw it in Missoula, Montana. I moved to Seattle the next month and couldn't find it. I spent 15 years looking for a copy of Skate Town USA, and finally I found a pirated VHS on um, online and purchased it. And uh, it has never been released on DVD or VHS, but I know somewhere there is a 35 millimeter copy. There has to be because I saw it then. And the Roxy now has a 35 millimeter projector. So that is my birthday wish. But if that doesn't work, I want to see Kinky Boots. So I, I'm looking at this, and uh, I, I had to look it up. Skate Town USA features a, an, an actor who's kind of famous. People, people really love this guy. Patrick Swayze. It's his first movie. Wow, the first pa- and you so you were in you were you were Swayze crazy early. I saw this movie by mistake. That's the best way to see a movie. I went to see Life of Brian. And <laughs> And the I, protests they the protests scared you away and you at, ended up in Skate Town USA. No, USA. I found it very <laughs> unfunny. Oh really? Yeah, so I stood up and walked into the next movie and there was Patrick Swayze. Hmm. with a black leather vest and black leather pants, skating with a woman that he was sort of throwing her around, and they were skating to under my thumb. And I thought it was the best cinematic moment I had ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And wait, was he dancing with Maureen McCormick? Um, No, I don't know who who actually he was skating with. Um, not the. She didn't really have a speaking role. Because Ma- Maureen McCormick from the Brady Bunch was in this film. I'm looking. Oh this yeah, up. yeah. She, no, she was not. And uh, Ruth Buzzy was in that from Laugh In. And also, um, there Johnny Paleo and the Harmonic Cats that used to be on Ed Sullivan. He's a, a little person. He plays the owner of the. Of the uh, skating Is that rink. Billy Barty? Yes. Yes, Billy Barty is in it. I'm looking at this. Scott Bayo. This cast is forever. Right. Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson. And I- Flip Wilson in drag, Ernestine, plays um, Billy Barty's uh, wife. That's awesome. I mean, it's just, it's really the most surreal thing. And just I- to add to the surreal, to this real quality of it, it also features a young uh, Dorothy Stratton. Yes. As the customer at the snack bar. Yes. Girl who orders pizza, according to... Do you know to, who she is? Oh, yeah. She was the, the Star, Star 80, 80, the, the yeah. Playboy model who was uh, murdered by her husband, played by Eric Roberts in the Bob Fosse film. Yes. Also was in that uh, great film. Was the, the film the, the film before that, the Bogdanovich film, uh, was it's called Drive All Night with the, with the cab drivers. About the All cab drivers. I have to say is that you can watch it the same terrible copy is on YouTube. 
Oh, of Skate Town. Yeah, you so can, you can look it up. But you want to see it no, but, in glorious 35 millimeter yes. at the Roxy, Patrick Swayze, the way you remember him in black leather, dancing, skating in one of the greatest cinematic moments you would ever seen. Yeah. I love this. See, this we were talking. I was talking. You're gonna earlier. run and you're gonna go and see this oh, tonight. I know you. are. I'm super excited. Yeah. I'm actually. I want to come to come see it at your birthday at the 35 millimeter showing. I mean, if I know that I can. Uh, and I'll tell you, you know, when my birthday is. When is that? It's the only day of the year that's a complete sentence and a military command. Have uh, we, like, give us a give us a chance to like get our minds around this. So wait, like I want to go, go go to the band. Guesses? Any guesses? Well, they, they all know. They it. all know. Oh, they all know it. Okay. <laughs> uh, is it in May? No. Well, because May is a like May some. Okay. I don't know. Okay, I took enough time. To March fourth. March fourth. Uh, okay, cool. But three four. But the thing that most people don't know about March fourth or about, about March fourth is up until the sixties, they used to inaugurate the presidents on March fourth. Really, and then they moved it to January. Why? Well, I always thought it was because they had a better sense of humor. March 4th. Oh, know. okay, yeah. Um, but I think it was because it was hard to get to Washington when they didn't have cars and back right. in there, you know. So they, instead of January, they moved it up until it was a little later in the season. Okay, I'm a, you know, I'm a little bit of a history nerd. So William Henry Harrison, he's the one who got pneumonia and died and was only a president for just a very short amount of time. But his inauguration wasn't in January, it was in March? You and it was just a really cold March? You can look it up. I mean, I'm just, yeah. yeah. Okay, well. There was yeah. a snowstorm the year I was born. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, okay, well, there's a lot There's a lot to, to think about here. I would like to just talk movie. Like, whenever I meet a, a movie fan who's into something other than the most obvious films, oh. I kind of want to just, like, hang, let's let's go out to coffee and just talk movies. Cause okay, I, yeah. so here's a question I'm going to ask you. You don't have to answer it now. This isn't for the Pop Oracle. This is just no. a question you have The question me. is... If all the movies in the world are lined up in front of you, yeah, and you're not, f you're feeling bad. What movie would you pick that you know it will always make you feel better? Mordecai. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, that's what it'd be now. Yeah. No, actually, you know what's you know but what's you weird? You know what's you know what's weird from because this you know what my comfort movie is? It's so weird. Yeah. All the President's Men. I I for some reason I watch that movie pretty regularly and you know what else i'm very dark i also i, I watch judgment at nuremberg <laughs> i find that to be, I, well <laughs> i just i like the first of all the the acting is great the way it's the way stanley kramer sometimes he's his stuff is sort of like capra corny in yeah. a little way and like he makes things makes things work where they don't usually work and i don't know just the idea of i don't know i don't know why why my but i want to tell you mine though okay what's which one galaxy quest Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you love Tim Allen? Or is he just in that you love Tim Allen? I just love how much... I actually, Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, and the thing, it took me several times to watch it to realize as hard, as horrible as he thought his role was mm -hmm. and how much he hated it, he never took the, the thing off his head. The whole time, even when he was at home, yeah. uh, you know. So uh, well, I, I also, I also, it might hit a little close to home because I'm in a. I go to 
horror conventions because I was in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. So I am kind of, I live a version of that life where we're, I, part of the thing is that there's only one of them who got successful and the rest of them, the only gig they have is going to these cons. And it's a little close to home. It's, it's a little close. Speaking of Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not, you know, I, I'd love to see if, if he if he showed up at one of these cons. That would be amazing. Because I could tell him, you know, they were so wrong about Mordecai. They were people were just wrong, wrong. You don't know, listeners. I mean, probably this is the first time I've talked about it on the show. But I've been talking, when I've been on, on the show, this is the only thing I talk about. <laughs> well, people are busy talking about the, the state of, you know, like what's going on in Venezuela. Talking about global warming. Talking about... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and all I can do is say, why Why don't people know how great this movie Mordecai is? I'm anyway, going to go watch it. I'm going to go watch Skate Town, USA. And, and Galaxy well, Quest Well, I've seen again. Galaxy Quest. No, I will you, watch it again. You watch it with fresh eyes. I love Tony Shalhoub. I'll watch anything yeah. that Tony Shalhoub is in. Yep. Who doesn't love Tony Shalhoub? You know who Tony Shalhoub is? Yeah. Everyone monk. knows. Monk. Yeah, he's Monk. He's in the new Mrs. Maisel. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He he's like he's the non-Jewish actor that I that plays a Jewish guy in a way that I I totally buy. He totally reminds me of my grandfather, who worked at Bell Labs, which is mm-hmm. the character. Anyway, let's get to your question. I we I you're so much say, fun. I wanted to say something about Saturn, because um, your last guest uh-huh. was just really onto Pluto all yeah. the time. Oh, you want to get you want to get Saturn? I want to say something day. about Saturn. And I was kind of dogging them both. So yeah. I'm sorry. Let, Give us give give Saturn its due. All right, Saturn is about lessons, limitations, boundaries, and structures. All right. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing: you got to have it. You know, if there's no fence around the schoolyard, the kids will play around the door. If there is a fence, they play against the fence. So you have to have the boundaries so you can go up against it, and then all the creativity can happen inside. This kind of goes to your question, Chris, from the very first session with Caroline Keys at the very beginning of our time in Missoula. And you asked a question, and you got the song Mean to Stay, and we were talking about the idea of like the cruelty card and the tarot, that sometimes being mean is the generous thing it's like have so you might get a bad reputation like saturn would as being like one of the harsh signs but it's really just the sign about of good boundaries and sometimes and like when you are able to declare good boundaries like you say you create more safety and freedom of movement because you know where the edges are so i just thought that was an interesting bring back you can go back to sitting down chris i know your feet are killing you there yeah is this from you've been now in the time I've known you, Chris, you've had a lot of lot of crazy jobs. You've been a ditch digger. You've been a truck driver. You've been uh, you, you've been a carpenter. You've been like uh, what what yeah. are uh, what are what job are you Just doing these there. days that are hurt that's hurting your feet? Uh, good question. That being a guest on Radio Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a concessionaire, so I'm on my feet, but I don't normally notice it there. But I notice maybe it's these new boots I just bought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that could be it. So, okay, well, question. Yeah, I'm re- I'm ready for your question, Bonnie. Okay, so it's I have the personal part and then the, and then the bigger part. Perfect. The personal part is, will I be able to free myself of plastic addiction? 
Great question. And the question is, is there life after plastic? Is there life after plastic? And now, to engage the Pop Oracle, Bonnie, you get to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Number seven, which is, I what is it? Song number seven is Indian Summer. Ooh, let's see where this takes us. Breakfast in cemetery. Girl tasting wild cherry Touch boy apple blossom Just a girl playing possum We'll come back for Indian summer We'll come back for Indian summer We'll come back for Indian summer And go our separate way cheerful sound rain falling on the ground we'll wear a jolly crown buckle up we're wayward bound we'll come back for indian summer we'll come back for indian summer we'll come back for indian summer and go our separate Let's stroll down Martin Way Pick Plum's abandoned farm Who let norms come to harm We'll come back for Indian summer We'll come back for Indian summer We'll come back for Indian summer And go our separate way me with rain walk me down the lane we will never change no matter what they say motorbike to cemetery Toast with molasses, croquet and bacon. 
And that was Indian Summer, the Beat Happening song performed by Buttes. The answer to Bonnie's question, is there life after plastic? And so, uh, band, tell us about why you chose this song and maybe if you have any ideas about how this answers Bonnie's question. Well, this is uh, perhaps Beat Happening's most famous song because it was covered by R.E.M., and R.E.M.'s most famous song, by the way, was probably The End of the World as We Know It. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel fine. And they also had a record called Eponymous, oh. which you earlier quoted. Um, I don't know why we chose this. Maybe this was your choice, Benta. No, I, oh. I wouldn't have known it. Okay. This is the... We just learned this one. What record did, the, did R.E.M. cover it on? Do you know? I don't. I think it might have been a, a, the B-side of one of their... Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, wow, very cool. And there's a, there is a whole uh, Michael Stipe Olympia connection, too. Hmm. At least because, I mean, there, I think there is because I once went to the Olympia Food Co-op and he was hanging out, hanging out outside shooting a film. Oh, like, yeah. directing a film. I heard he was in town that one time. So, uh, so Bonnie, what do you think about that as the answer to your question? Because I'm uh, really old... I, How old are you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is that the beginning of a joke? I'll be 77 on my next birthday. Oh, congratulations. So I remember life before plastic. And so that song, I mean, I saw my neighborhood and there was this, I mean, it really felt like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, it's sort of like I can remember that right. and what they were talking about. And when it said, we'll never change, initially I kind of went, Ooh. but it's sort of like that you, you know, as you get older, you get to see that they're bigger circles, mm-hmm. you know, and that things that you think are never going to change, they're just in a really slow arc, you know. Like, uh, like the movement of planets. Yeah, like Pluto, for right. example. Right. <laughs> so, well, first of all, 77, your song was number seven. So we, there's a lot of seven energy here. And I was also thinking about, I always think about the idea, I've mentioned in the past that I'm a big Kurt Vonnegut fan and that I was lucky enough, a friend of mine was working with Kurt Vonnegut at a point when I was retiring my original guitar, my first guitar that I learned to play guitar on. And I asked him if he would bring his guitar, bring the guitar to Kurt to have him sign it. And he signed the guitar, but he also talked about this concept of the hopeful monsters and that the idea that uh, that the mutations that that the 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 mutate the mutations are going to be our salvation. And I've always thought about that in the context of like plastic and these toxic wastes. The idea that at some point the things that we think of as toxic and are toxic to us will be this this very valuable mineral resource for some other species or some other something. And then it, and then in thinking about this, the idea that Indian summer, you think of indig- the indigenous peoples and people who are connected to the land, and it makes me think of some time in the distant future where there are people who are still connected to the land and coming across these plastic dis- deposits, you know. Uh, also, because we're talking about cinema, I can't help but think of The Graduate and that famous line in The Graduate about oh, where he brings plastics. Yeah, <laughs> I got something to tell you. Come with me. Come with me. Plastics, right? <laughs> but 
the name of my first and only yarn shop, uh-huh. Cat's Cradle, just for a little other Oh, thing. yeah, good. Yeah. More, more Vonnegut. And there's even more synchronicity here. So, Chris, what's your nickname for me? Sandman the Rapping Cowboy. No, your nickname for me. What do you call oh, me? Ace. Yeah. So what's the name of Patrick Swayze's character in Skate Town, USA? Ace. Ace Johnson. And here's another one. <laughs> AJ. Mm-hmm. I will be teaching weaving in Olympia in April. When Just, this comes out, probably. Well, maybe the weekend before. Okay. The 1920th sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that, that's pretty close. Yeah. That's pretty so, close. Lots yeah. of... Synchronicity here, Bonnie. Yeah. Went to school in Rhode Island, Providence. Rhode Island? Yeah. You, did, you, know, you, you know who you didn't see there? Roy Ivy, because he, yeah. can't, he can't fit. Right. Rory Ivy. <laughs> you, you didn't see Rory either. Now we've really, we're really confusing, muddying the waters, making it so much easier for him to take on a new identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so synchronicity piles on top of synchronicity as we do these, huh? It's crazy. Yes. Well, and of course it makes sense because you're a weaver. You weave Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So, well, thank you, Bonnie. It's been great having you here. And maybe when you're in Olympia, give me a shout. We'll sit down and talk about some film. Yeah. You, I'll tell you what. I'll see Skate Town. You see Mordecai. Okay. Okay. And then we'll talk about and it. And I'll see you in, in April. Yeah, I'll see you in April in All Olympia. Right. <laughs> give me your card. Oh, yeah. This has been a delight. Thanks. It's, uh, for me, too. It's yeah. fantastic. Thank you, Bonnie. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show. <laughs> <laughs>